Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Friday, October 15th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $59,461.90, up 2.34%. At number two, Ethereum, $3,809.88, up 4.71%. Number three, Binance Coin, $461.42, down 1.44%. Number four, Cardano, $2.16, down 0.15%. Tether at number five, 99 cents. XRP, $1.13, up 0.22%. Solana at number seven, $154.71, up 3.90%. Polkadot at number eight, $40.35, down 4.31%. And last but not least, uh, USD coin number nine, sorry, not last but not least, but USD coin number nine, 99 cents. And last but not least, number 10, Dogecoin, 23 cents, down 1.61%. Take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So today we got greed at 71. Yesterday was greed at 70. Last week was greed at 74. And last month was neutral at 49. Let's take a look at our articles for today. Five of them are number one, Tesla. Bitcoin investment is already up by $1 billion. Article two, over $600 million worth of wiped from SHIB market cap in 10 minutes. Article three, SEC's Hester Pierce says we have to confront this fact about Bitcoin ETF. Article four, Ted Cruz says Bitcoin mining can fix Texas's crumbling electric grid. And last but not least, the main topic today is young siblings make 35K a month by mining cryptocurrency. Here's how they do it. All right, so we, before we get into the articles, I just want to say thank you so much to everyone. Uh, if you're checking me out on the podcast, Dave's Daily Crypto Take on Apple, Spotify, and Google. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Helps me out greatly. So let's get into it. Everyone, article number one. Tesla's Bitcoin investment is already up by $1 billion. So Tesla must be feeling pretty good about its move into cryptocurrency holding, as its stake in Bitcoin is already up by $1 billion. Tesla and Bitcoin, over the last year, Tesla has been delving deep into cryptocurrency world. Earlier this year, Tesla invested $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Shortly after, the automaker started accepting the cryptocurrency as payment on new vehicles. Later, CEO Elon Musk even talked about the potential of Tesla starting to accept Dogecoin as payment for its vehicles. However, a few days later, Tesla took a step back with crypto by removing the Bitcoin payment option. The company noted concerns over the energy needs of the Bitcoin network. Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal which has the worst emissions of any fuel. This is a concern that many Tesla community members shared when Tesla first announced its Bitcoin investment, and many were angered by the fact that the company didn't think about it in the first place. At the time, Tesla noted that they were not selling their stake in Bitcoin and that they plan to resume taking Bitcoin payments once the network shows a higher mix of renewable energy. Earlier this summer, Musk said that he believes Tesla will resume taking Bitcoin payment as he sees improvements in the energy mix of Bitcoin mining. 
So already $1 billion increase in value. As usual, Bitcoin's value has been fluctuating widely, but it has recently settled to around $58,000 over the last few days. It put Tesla's position of roughly 43,200 BTC at about $2.5 billion, which means that the stake has already increased in value by $1 billion as first noted by Bitcoin Magazine. The automaker's goal with its cryptocurrency stake is to have an alternative to holding money as its cash reserve grows. Tesla is one of the biggest companies to have made this move and many cryptocurrency analysts, analysts expect more blue chip companies to follow. So what do you guys think about this? Tesla's Bitcoin investment is already up by $1 billion. Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, article number two. Over $600 million wiped from SHIB market cap in 10 minutes. Shiba Inu, a decentralized meme currency, lost almost $600 million in 10 minutes on Thursday, October 14th. Interestingly, the token plummeted from $11.22 billion to $10.61 billion in the space of just 10 minutes, meaning the meme coin is currently trading at 0.0000274, down 5.2% in 24 hours and down 8.2% in the last week with a market capitalization of $10.6 billion. The collapse follows recent harsh criticism of the coin, particularly from Scion Capital's former hedge fund manager, Michael Burry, according to Business Insider. Indeed, Burry called the token competitor to Dogecoin Doge, which has a Shiba Inu as its mascot, pointless. Not holding back with his words, he called the digital asset a bad investment option given the established impact of having an ample supply on an asset's price appreciation. The big short investor tweeted, just saying one quadrillion seconds is about 32 million years. He added, one quadrillion days is 2.7 trillion years. Of all of time, from the beginning of the universe multiplied by 71,000, in other words, pointless. Sheep total supply. Shiba Inu's value soared when it was listed on Coinbase on September 16, with $870 million being poured into the currency in less than 24 hours. Overall, Shiba has a total supply which currently stands at one quadrillion. Recently, we noted in a report that 39.47% of all Shiba tokens are trading in the public's hands, indicating that almost 40% of the total number of coins circulating on the market is in the public's ownership. Based on the verified token supply information provided by CoinMarketCap, this is the latest in a series of comments against SHIB since the assets started to soar at the beginning of this month, recording remarkable gains that went as high as 300% in a single week. Retail investor demand not only has the hashtag SHIB appeared many times in the top 10 most popular tweets on Twitter. But the meme currency has also recently passed the 1 million follower mark on the social media platform Twitter. In keeping with searching retail demand, a petition entitled Kindly Request of Robinhood to List Shiba Inu Coin has received more than 242,000 signatures and is currently on track to collect 300,000. The attention around the token has prompted rumors that when Robinhood releases its official cryptocurrency wallets, Shiba Inu would be featured prominently. This is noteworthy since about 62% of cryptocurrency revenue on Robinhood came from transactions using the meme-inspired cryptocurrency Dogecoin.
At the moment, there are over 1 million people on the Robinhood wallet's waitlist, which may well be a further bullish impetus for the coin. Robinhood tweeted, we heard you. Join the waitlist now. So after taking into consideration the increasing demand for the asset, another exchange, Bitpanda, stated on October 8, 2021, that it has listed the cryptocurrency developed in August 2020 by Ryoshi, whose identity has remained a mystery to this day. Finally, considering the growth in search interest, social media trends, and the potential addition of Shiba Inu to Robinhood, the coin's value is predicted to continue to rise in the near future, as many people wonder if the SHIB will ever reach one cent. So there you guys have it. Over $600 million wiped from SHIB market cap in 10 minutes. Comment down below and let me know what you think about this article. Two things. Number one, do you hold Shiba Inu? And number two, do you think it's just a fad and it's not going to be like Dogecoin? All right, let's keep going. Article number three. SEC's Hester Peters says we have to confront this fact about Bitcoin ETF. Much of the talk in the American crypto space lately has surrounded the question of regulation or the lack of it. Comments by the Fed and the SEC denying any plans to outright ban the industry has sent Bitcoin and other alts plummeting and pumping to monthly highs recently. However, a cloud of uncertainty still hovers over investors as the central question remains unanswered. Which cryptocurrency is a security and how does one determine it? Declarations made by former SEC employees could give an insight to this. For instance, the top two cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Ether, have long been deemed to officially not be securities, as clarified by the former SEC chair, Jay Clayton, in 2019, and director of corporate finance, William Hinman, in 2018. While other cryptocurrencies have remained in the gray area since then, the current SEC chief, Gary Gensler doesn't seem too keen on the previous classification either. However, SEC's Hester Pierce believes individual viewpoints hardly have a place in such matters. This is because all five SEC chairs have similar voting rights. So it'd be more productive for the agency to come up with a proper framework providing clarity to the industry as a whole. Hinman's 2018 speech, however, was a step in the positive direction, according to the Pierce, who said, quote, I was happy to see someone at the SEC finally grappling with the idea that you might not want to have these things be deemed and treated as securities for their entire life. And there are complexities when you try to apply securities law in this space. The speech in question has also been a point of contention since the SEC's lawsuit against Ripple began late last year. The crypto company scrambled to argue how it was unfair to bestow special treatment on the top cryptocurrencies while classifying its own token, XRP, as a security. Recently, Fox Business reporter Charles Gasparino shared a scoop that stated that Hinman had received inputs from both Clayton and Gensler prior to his speech post which the SEC filed their lawsuit against Ripple. He tweets, At occurred at Clayton's office just three months before former SEC corporate finance chief Bill Hinman gave a speech at the Yahoo Finance Conference providing his view that Ethereum and BTC are not securities, but that others may be. Clayton provided input into the Hinman. So good news on the horizon. 
while, while regulatory uncertainty seems omnipresent within the crypto space, another aspect that has left investors waiting impatiently has been the approval of a Bitcoin ETF. The only such ETF that has ever received official support in the U.S. is one that would be backed by the Bitcoin futures, unsurprisingly amidst much criticism. In the same podcast, Crypto Mom opined that giving investors as many options as possible instead of focusing solely on futures would be a more preferable course of action. This is because futures-backed products are less investor-friendly as they tend to be more expensive and also tougher to manage noted Pierce, adding, quote, we have to confront the fact that we've denied consistently spot-based products despite an inconsistency with how we've treated similar products outside of the crypto space. In a recent video, Analyst Coin Bureau had highlighted the same, stating that products based on futures contracts were highly volatile and less liquid. Moreover, he also stated that they need to be constantly rolled over into newer contracts upon expiry which only adds to management costs. However, this had hardly deterred investors to already start betting on these contracts and driving up Bitcoins exponentially. This came as rumors of an impending approval continued. This also because the SEC recently approved Volt Crypto's ETF, which turned the speculation for further approvals bullish. The wait, however, might be longer than anticipated. CFRA researchers Todd Rosen both recently told CNBCs that the approval of over a dozen pending implications and applications might be deferred till the next year until some regulatory clarity is granted. So there you guys have it. What do you guys think about SEC's Hester Peters says we have to confront this fact about Bitcoin ETF? Comment down below and let me know what you think about Bitcoin ETFs. I know in Canada and some other countries are going forward with the ETFs and they're already implemented and America is still lagging behind. All right. Before we get into the next round of articles, I just want to take the time to say thank you to all my supporters and subscribers. I know I've been looking at the analytics in the podcast and I see a lot of people checking me out on the iOS devices on Apple Podcasts. And I see a lot on Google Podcasts in Google Chrome and also Google uh, mobile devices. So thank you so much. Again, if you are in Spotify space, I am on Dave's Daily Crypto Take. And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Help me out a lot. All right, let's continue on. Article number four. Ted Cruz says Bitcoin mining can fix Texas's crumbling electric grid. Texas's strained electric grid failed during a winter storm that resulted in hundreds of deaths. Cruz says Bitcoin is the solution. Texas's energy grid has problems. Those issues were laid bare this past winter when a storm put the state in deep freeze, causing blackouts for millions and killing hundreds of people. Senator Ted Cruz told a cryptocurrency conference in Austin last week that he believes the state's Bitcoin mining boom could repair its floundering energy grid. In a fireside chat at the Texas Blockchain Summit on October 8th, the Republican senator expressed his faith that the mass buildout of crypto mines in the Lone Star State could add additional energy capacity to the state's grid in the event of blackouts or power shortages. Because of the ability to Bitcoin mining to turn on or off instantaneously, 
if you have a moment where you have a power shortage or a power crisis, whether it's a freeze or some other natural disaster where power generation capacity goes down, that creates a capacity to instantaneously shift that energy to put it back on the grid, Cruz told conference attendees. Bitcoin mines, which typically consist of rooms full of specialized computers that churn numbers all day in search of the answer to a puzzle that creates the next block on the blockchain, are notorious for their energy use. Bitcoin mining is well known to use more energy than many countries and corporations, and is designed to become more difficult and thus use more energy. As more miners plug into the network in search of profits as the price of Bitcoin increases, but in the event that the grid is being overburdened, these mines are essentially industrial energy consumers that can shut down instantaneously, freeing up additional grid space for the heating and cooling of homes, hospitals, and other critical infrastructure. Already, some miners in Texas are making a killing by shutting down during such times and selling their contracted power supply back to the grid. Texas is the perfect candidate for this setup, Cruz said, and Bitcoin mining could play a significant role in strengthening and hardening the resilience of the grid. Indeed, Texas grid is in need of help. Last February, winter storm Uri saw an overburdened grid cause days of blackouts that killed 700 and left more than 4 million without power. Within months, ERCOT was urging Texans to ration their energy use through further strain this time caused by heat, according to Kerry King, research scientist and assistant director of the University of Texas at Austin Energy Institute. It's unclear how adding more power consumers to an already stressed grid helps even if they shut off and can shut off at a moment's notice. Mining is a consumptive use of electricity, not a generator. So this doesn't make sense to me, King said. I don't need a middleman, the miner, in between the generator and the consumer to provide electricity. Cruz also brought up that Bitcoin mining that uses waste gas products as a power source, as a top crude oil producing state in the country, the state is also home to a slew of oil and gas wells and refineries that often illegally flare excess methane in order to relieve pressure buildups. That's given way to an influx of Bitcoin mines that tap into methane flares to power the computers that mine for coin. Ostensibly, finding good use for what could otherwise be a wasteful, polluting byproduct of the fossil fuel industry. Some of the really exciting endeavors that people are looking at is, can we capture that gas instead of burning it, Cruz said at the conference, rather than flaring the natural gas or putting it to productive use. However, King said that the abundance of flares in the state is something that should be better regulated, not turned into profit or for fossil fuel creators. Stop issuing flaring allowance and force the industry to actually send the natural gas into the pipeline system. King said, potentially no more NG storage sites that can provide more uh, winter supply in the case of another Uri-like event. Cruz also pointed out that mining industry's use of renewable energy in his comments, a large portion, some 74% per 2019 CoinShares report of Bitcoin mines are powered by wind and solar energy, in part because it's the cheapest energy to produce in many places. Cutting costs for miners, Bitcoin proponents argue that hats turn cryptocurrency into an incentive for the creation of renewable energy.
and that Bitcoin could lead the energy transition by giving producers reason to subsidize wind and solar. And as the leading producer of wind in the country, Texas has ample room for the build-out of energy infrastructure that can beef up the grid. One of the exciting things about crypto also is the ability to unlock stranded renewables, Cruz said. There are a lot of places on earth where the sun shines a lot and the wind blows a lot, but there aren't any power lines. So it's not economically feasible to use that energy. The beauty of Bitcoin mining is that if you can connect to the internet, you can cause and use that energy. You can do and derive value from those renewables in a way that would be impossible otherwise. But King believes leaving the onus for solving ERCOT's grid problems shouldn't be left to a profit-seeking middleman. If your goal is to help average citizens by providing them power, reduce global GHG emissions. Then just install the renewables because the vast majority of folks are not involved in the digital currency world, King said. So there you guys have it. What do you think about Ted Cruz saying Bitcoin mining can fix Texas's crumbling electric grid? Comment down below and let me know what you think. All right, let's take a look at our last article, the main topic, and it's an interesting one. Young siblings make $35,000 monthly by mining cryptocurrency. Here's how they do it. So Ishan Takur, 14, and his sister Anya, 9, make it sound so easy. Eight months ago, the Texas siblings converted their gaming computer into a cryptocurrency mining machine. I went online, watched a couple of YouTube tutorials, and I just learned it. Ishan explained it to KTVT TV in Dallas. It's possible for anyone to do it if they put their mind to it. On their first day of mining, the siblings made $3. Now they are making more than $35,000 a month mining, mainly for the cryptocurrency Ethereum. We didn't know much about it at first, said Anya, but our dad told us stories about how much the prices were going up, so we wanted to find out about it. That's how we got started. The way mining works is whenever someone buys or sells cryptocurrency, a new unique digital coin needs to be made to ensure security. To do that, computers around the world race to solve a complex math problem. The computer that does it first wins and produces the new coin. The computer is then rewarded with cryptocurrency for themselves. The odds of any one computer winning are slim, so the key is to have lots of computer servers. With the help of a loan from their father, the Takura siblings have invested tens of thousands of dollars into their operation. This included buying 145 graphic cards, each costing more than $3,000. Most of their operation is also no longer in their garage. Instead, the majority of their computer rigs are now located at a secure climate-controlled data center in Dallas. Mining computers create heat and potential home hazard. To be successful mining for cryptocurrency, you need several high-powered computers running 24 hours a day. These computers get hot, sometimes too hot. Last year, Fort Worth Firefighters responded to a house fire on Bamberg Lane on the north side of the city. No one was home at the time as the fire gutted most of the two-story home. When searching through the charred debris in the garage, fire investigators noted finding boxes of graphic cards, the type often used to mine for cryptocurrency. According to the investigation report, investigators concluded that electrical fire started from a computer server rack in the garage. The renter told firefighters there were server rack mined for cryptocurrency. 
When mining for cryptocurrency at home, miners often must compete against large, well-funded mining operations. This is why many at-home miners don't mine for Bitcoin and instead mine for less valuable cryptocurrencies like Ethereum. The Winestone facility in Rockdale, Texas is the largest Bitcoin mining operation in North America. The 100-acre facility has more than 115,000 computer servers mining for Bitcoin. Winestone goes to great lengths to keep their servers from overheating. The company built a high-tech cooling system in their buildings that sends cold water running through the outside walls, while heat generated from the computers is sucked out through ceiling vents. I think that's what a lot of people don't realize is the amount of investment that goes into buildings like this, said Winestone CEO, Chard Harris. Without major equipment investment, most at-home miners usually make small profits because it is hard to compete against large cryptocurrency miners without major investment. Most at-home miners experience too similar to Noah Joss. When the 10-year-old Bedford student is not playing Fortnite on his computer, he switches his computer over to mine for Ethereum. In the past year, Noah has learned a lot about the cryptocurrency market, along with a lesson on striking it rich. I've made about $230 total in eight months, he said. Noah said he plans to save his earnings to buy a better computer so he can earn more money mining. So what do you guys think about this little article? Young siblings make $35,000 monthly by mining cryptocurrency. And here's how they do it. Comment down below and let me know what you think. Three things. Number one, do you believe they actually make $35,000 a month? Number two, have you ever tried crypto mining? And number three, if you do want to do crypto mining, which token would you like to do? Bitcoin, Ethereum, or one of the smaller coins? Let me know and comment down below. All right, let's take a look at the prices one more time before we leave out. Number one, BTC is at $59,564. Ethereum, $3,814. Binance Coin, $462. Cardano, $2.17. Tether, $1. XRP, $1.13. Solana, $155. Polkadot, $40. USD coin, 99 cents. And last but not least, Dogecoin, 23 cents. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, this is Dave's Daily Crypto Take. All the news and updates you get here is unbiased. So you will get news and updates that are for crypto and against crypto. So please do your due diligence and research and do your own research about every single coin if you want to get into it. Until then, please have a pleasant crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.